Do you ever wonder what the future of orthopedics will look like? Do you ever wonder what the influence of artificial intelligence and robotics might have on your practice? Or what role Amazon might play in the delivery of healthcare? Well, on today's show, we're joined by an industry insider who spends all of his time with the industry's top CEOs, founders, innovators, and visionaries, defining the answers to those exact questions. His name is Mr. Joe Mullings. He is the founder of the Mullings Group and Dragonfly Stories. And we were very lucky and got to catch up with him at this year's MDM West in California. So take a listen here as he shares with us his thoughts all about the future of orthopedics. From Medical Media, this is The Ortho Show, sharing ideas and information to advance patient care. Hi, I'm Joe Mullings. I'm in uh, Los Angeles, Anaheim, in fact, at the MDM Conference 2020, and I'm super happy to be here. I'm the CEO of the Mullings Group and founder and CEO of Dragonfly Stories, our storytelling production company. Well, great. Joe, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate this. Uh, you and I met a year ago at this very conference. Um, you kindly gave me some, some guidance and some advice about starting a, a podcast. And now here we are, and you're a guest on our podcast, so, so good for you. And, and I have to tell you, when I got the email from you, the request from you to do this, and you told me that you pulled the trigger and quit corporate, and you told me that you're building your company and you started a podcast, I couldn't fucking say yes fast enough. <laughs> because you, you know how many questions and requests I get and you know what should I do and how should I do it? And invariably, very few people follow through. So bravo for you. Well, it's because I got Mika here who pushes me over the ledge. He won't let me not do it. So, so there we are. But we, we're here specifically. We're at MDM West, a big, big uh, manufacturing conference for you know, all of medical. But obviously, our show's focused on, on ortho and it, with your, you know, what you're doing with Dragonfly and then what also you've been doing with the Mullings Group, there's been a lot of storytelling on LinkedIn and other media now we're, we're hearing from you on specifically AI and robotics. And, and is it going to be this groundbreaking? Is it going to be as prevalent as in the, in the other areas? So, you know, AI is a pretty broad term. Um, AI as it applies to, are we talking about uh, Surgical intelligence uh, intraoperatively. Are we giving guidance to the surgeon in the middle of an operation? Maybe. Uh, but what you do need for AI is you need imaging for the most part. Without imaging, you really have a, a limited capability of AI. So I believe that you're going to have the highest adoption rates of AI in medtech where you have the heaviest amount of imaging, pre-op imaging. Because now what we can do is with the capability of software, algorithms, um, and deep learning, we can look at images and see what the normal eye can't see and then start to aggregate that against massive data sets and then offer insights surgically. So I would say the question is how much, how much imaging takes place in ortho and how much of that imaging requires uh, intelligence or predictions that help that surgeon make decisions intraoperatively. So I toss that back, and it's probably near the middle to the back of the line in relative terms to pulmonology or uh, neurology or you know uh, 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 interventional cardiology. If you think about it respectfully, ortho is carpentry. It's carpentry. And 
there's not a huge challenge with diagnostics in ortho because they're hard services. They're pretty easy to image. And once the doc gets in there, the surgeon gets in there, he or she has a ton of options to treat. Yeah. And oftentimes, um, I think the real question comes around is imaging affects ortho, especially in the 3D printing world. Um, I think that is an under-discussed area in ortho. Uh, but staying on AI, because I want to keep on the theme here, um, I think AI will help with planning and product development uh, with retrospective as well as prospective data. Does it go hand-in-hand hand with the robotics? No, I think they're independent of each other. They happen to harmonize with each other, but you can totally have robotics without AI. I don't, I don't think uh, they're necessarily uh, interrelated. They certainly, again, amplify each other's capabilities when used appropriately. But surgical robotics has, been, has the highest adoption rate in orthopedics more than any other vertical so far to date in med tech. And that's because it's the easiest. In, in my opinion, it's a here-hold-this technology in ortho meaning that on a spinal side or a hip side of things, basically it can hold the driver, the shaver, um, and, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the, whatever your end effector is more effectively than a human hand, and I can eliminate people out of the workflow. As well as the positive news about robotics, there's been a lot of negative news. Um, so, but moving on to AI, how successful has AI been so far in, in your arena? And um, what negatives are there, if any? So I think AI is still in its infancy. And, and if we want to stay on ortho, it really hasn't gotten much traction there yet because there's not a sore point on diagnostics in ortho. If you think about it, it's an x-ray for the most part, and we'll go in and do a soft tissue imaging dependent, and then we'll, 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 we'll go ahead in and do the surgery. And once I open you up or if I do a lateral and I go in, you know, we're, where I think robotics, the biggest part of robotics is there's a company out there called Integrity Implants. Put them on your radar screen. They've got a very interesting lift system. I think it's called the Flarehawk, whatever it's called. Is that what it is, Icky? And, and Flarehawk? Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's a very interesting lift. And placement of that is based upon prep, disc prep, and also the ability to get this very small stent-like lift into the area and then allow it to get a larger footprint and also add height. Um, but disc prep on that is critical in order to set that up. You can't prep properly in a classic manual surgical procedure. But if you can take a robot like um, Exact Robotics or like um, Oris, where you can snake a very small, thin, snake-like device with an end effector that can prep a disc and then that's where I think robotics starts to grow uh, in the area and AI can come in. Um, but I think it's all pro, especially at ortho. Yeah. What, hey, you breezed over something there, mate. Like, what's these negative... You said, eh, and there's some negative results. But leaving that aside, let's move on. Well, on, on robotics, there's been, uh, and most notably for the, for the public, is the Netflix series on, on... I can't remember the name of it. But Bleeding Edge. Bleeding Edge, Bleeding yeah. Edge, where yeah. they talk about Shavings the... Shavings of the intuitive device. I guess the disappoint, disappointment of robotics and the lack of training surgeons are possibly getting and, and so on. 
look, it's 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 a brand new technology. It's it you know when, when we started the combustion engine in the car, you know there were a lot of people killed. There was cars stuck in mud, and people said, "Well, the horse is still better." Well, you know, accelerate that couple dec- decades downrange, and we just became better because we had more intelligent, smart people improving the use of the device appropriately. Right now, you know, I liken robotics to early stage ad- adolescence. And you, your first time with a person of the opposite sex, you pull on this, you poke at that, you bite this, you, yeah, and you hope something works, right? I have but, no uh, idea what you're talking about, Joe. So you just don't want to be that person's first time. <laughs> right. And, and, and so, you know, Bleeding Edge is a, is a hit piece. You know, right. certainly somebody's got to stand guard. But it's a brand new technology. And there are courageous pioneers. And now we have evangelists. And surgical robotics today are tre- is tremendously better and less expensive than it was three years ago. And, and I think we're going to continue. And it's, a, and it's a compounding of leveraging technology in the digital landscape versus staying in the analog surgical world where there's one surgery, one outcome, and really nobody has access to that information, data, outcome. And robotics allows us to broaden the outcome's impact to the patient, right? And then we can give guidance. This surgeon did this where these 400 peers of yours did this in a surgery. And at this point during the surgery, based upon the data you've given us on this surgeon, on this patient, we're going to recommend via artificial intelligence this be done next because based upon outcomes, downrange, um, your peers did this. So that's where I think in ortho, orthopedics, especially spine, you're going to be able to take that retrospective prospective data put it in and give guidance to the surgeon. Now, you know, there's the top one percenters that might not need that, but how about the fellows who are just coming out and the first three, five, 10 year surgeons, why would you not empower them to take the learnings of their superiors and peers and give them guidance in surgery? They can wave it off just like a sign on third base. They can wave it off, but based upon pure outcomes and data, that's a very powerful use of AI and orthopedics. So let's switch gears for a second. Sure. Um, just uh, we're here at MDM West, and there's a lot at this conference about 3D printing. What are you seeing there that's exciting, and, and how rapidly is that uh, revolution? Moving I on? am so excited about this, probably more than any other aspect of orthopedics. And here's why: I'm going to be a futurist here for a moment. This is where you have the convergence of Amazon, you have the convergence of the surgeon. You have the convergence of 3D printing, and then you have the convergence of capitalist markets. Orthopedics, for the most part, have been designed for the U.S. market for the five foot ten Caucasian man. And Mika, <laughs> you're six one athletic, and you know, you're, but you know they've been they've been pretty much built for the you know white male American and. A lot of the implants don't work in an Asian market the same way. A lot of implants don't work where you have very clear geometry differences in the skeleton, skeletal makeup. So here's my, here's my, here's my five-year out. Um, Dr. Smith's has a pre-op image of her patient. She takes that image, and then she sends that image to Amazon Health. Amazon Health has a farm of 3D printers. And via titanium, because her surgery is tomorrow, she sends that image over to Amazon. Amazon prints that out on their 3D printer farm. 
titanium and ships it to right the the ambulatory surgery center because it's not a hospital anymore because the economics of a hospital no longer makes sense. Now we've got Amazon delivering a 3D printed medical device. We've just shortened that supply chain on the expense. We no longer have inventory in an ambulatory uh, surgery center that is a pain in the butt. And now that doctor, she gets her implant right there delivered the day of the surgery. The The implant is custom for that patient, whether it's a hip or a knee or a shoulder or whatever it is. It pops in. And now we've got a bespoke experience at a much lower cost point to the 18.5% GDP of this country. And this is where I love where healthcare is going. And the capitalists will love this. Amazon is going to cannibalize a large part of the supply chain and the customization of the 3D printing as it applies to the med tech world. Joe, thank you so much for yeah. taking the time. My Again, pleasure. second year in a row. I'll I'm see a you huge here next fan. year. I'll be here. <laughs> we'll be up to 3.5 billion orthopedic <laughs> surgeon <laughs> Love listeners. It. Love it. Um, but uh, yeah, thanks again. Have a good rest of the you show. You got it, man. Thanks.